Mike Woods, welcome back to the C.L. Bryant Show. How are you, friend? Um, thank you. I'm doing great, CL. Always good to hear your voice. You too, my brother. Uh, let me ask you this. Brother from another mother, we are uh, friends. And um, let me ask you this. Um, Mike, from a businessman's perspective, how bad have we messed this thing up? Or have we messed it up? Can we retrieve it? Just give us your take. Well, it, it's going to be interesting, CL. Uh, you know, every time we go through one of these election years, and, and I've said in the past that uh, in my business, oil and gas, uh, we really probably do better uh, price-wise when the Democrats are in charge because they so screw up the free market, uh, the prices go up. Of course, they, they over-regulate us to death. And so uh, that's why, like you, I've been a lifelong Republican and, and uh, continue to support uh, Republican causes. But uh, it's interesting what's happening in the crude market right now. Uh, and there's, I was explaining to Michelle earlier today that there's really no rhyme or reason for it. Uh, every Wednesday, uh, we get uh, storage uh, output here in the, in the U.S. And this Wednesday, we had we had 11.8 million barrels added uh, to U.S. storage. So historically, that means crude prices are going to drop. Well, I get up this morning and crude prices are up $2. I mean, it, it doesn't make sense. Uh, and, and, and doing my research for the show today, uh, basically what is happening, the same thing is happening in the market. I mean, you know, we had higher unemployment come out again today, and yet the, the market has has rallied since uh, since March. Uh, crude prices are rallying, and, and a lot of it is just strictly optimism over the, the, uh, the COVID vaccine. Uh, they think that we're all going to get back to work. But worldwide consumption, you know, prior to COVID, we were consuming about 100 million barrels a day. Uh, in March, when COVID hit, that dropped over 9 million barrels a day. And, and of course, prices tanked. We, uh, we had negative oil prices there for a while back in, in March and April. Uh, and, and we've been all over the, all over the map this year. Um, uh, you know, today, right now, when I looked this morning, crude oil was 47.56. It's dropped a little before below 47 right now. But Brent crude has gone over $50 for the first time in, in nine months. So uh, there's some there's some optimism. Uh, natural gas had been over $3 uh, earlier this year, uh, and then it's dropped down to 250 I just looked at this trip a while ago, and, and it was up to 259 So it, it's... Prices are just bouncing all around everywhere, but the, the trend for crude oil uh, is looking good. I mean, I'm, I'm reading some things now that's saying we're, we're going to have at least $50 crude oil next year, possibly higher. Uh, and, of course, that, um, that's great for domestic production. You know, yes, a lot of people sir. don't realize back in, uh, in 2005, the United States was only producing 5.1 million barrels a day. Uh, in 2019, we got up to over 14 million barrels a day. Now, that number has, has dropped back to 10.7 million today because of, of lower prices. Uh, but America has the ability, uh, when called upon, to, to deliver crude oil. But we need prices to, to make it economic, and that's what we're struggling with right now. Let me ask you this. Uh, Mike Woods is my special guest, businessman, extraordinaire, mogul. I have some oil and gas interests as well. And uh, Michelle, uh, I was telling Michelle and I, uh, some friends that uh, I just didn't know what was going to happen if Joe Biden became president of the United States, knowing he's an enemy of natural gas, or at least Kamala Harris, uh, who probably will be president of the United States, is. Uh, let me ask you about the, the, the bouncing around of those prices, 
Mike. Is there any indication that there is a way to manipulate that? Is there a way to manipulate those prices? And uh, uh, is there an indication that they might could be manipulated? They, they could be manipulated. Talk to us. Well, I don't think there's any question that they can be manipulated, CL. You know, it always, I, I watch, I get up early every morning and before I walk and, and uh, I watch uh, all the talking heads, and it always aggravates me, these folks that are saying, oh, crude oil's going up or crude oil's going down. They never disclose where they are in the market. And, and I, I think that, that if you, you go on a national TV show and, and talk about your prediction, I mean, you know, whenever Kramer talks at night, he always says whether or not he owns the stock. Well, I think you should you should tell whether or not you're long or short in, in the business. But uh, because prices are, are all over the map right now. Uh, I mean, as I said, natural gas was over $3 a couple of months ago. It dropped to two and a quarter earlier, and, and now it's, it's moved up about uh, 14 cents today. So, I mean, that things can't change that quickly unless people are trading large positions and, and, and having influence on, on price of crude and, well, gold, anything, any commodity. Mike, um, you know, we have uh, the president uh, doing battle in Texas, of course. I think I, I actually agree with Dick Morris on this. I thought it was a brilliant move to uh, have one state, the state you, you uh, have residency in as well as our great state of Louisiana, um, sue another state so that the feds would have to look at it. But is that move uh, something that may be coming as the window is closing? Mike, talk to us about it. Well, you know, my thought process on that CL is, is what have we got to lose? I mean, right now, uh, Biden's the, the presumptive uh, presidential uh, uh, I mean, elected president. Um, why not try and see? I mean, I, I don't think there's any question in what all I've seen that, that there were there were ballot stuffing in Pennsylvania, irregularities in, in Michigan. And, and uh, I mean, I went to bed. I normally, on a presidential election night, I stay up all night long. And I went to sleep at about 1 o'clock saying, we got it. I mean, we were up 700000 in Pennsylvania. We, we were winning in Michigan. We were winning in Wisconsin. I thought, this slammed up. We won again. And even the next day when I got up, we were still winning. Uh, and it wasn't until three or four days later when all of a sudden all these extra ballots came in. And, and uh, I, so, I, again, what have you got to lose to challenge? Yeah. What have you got to lose, America? Sounds like I've heard that somewhere, Mike, when Mike, when uh, the president was speaking uh, to a group of African-American and black uh, people when they asked him to vote for him. And Mike, you know, 8 percent more actually voted for him this time around than the last time around. Uh, the, you, you know about percentages. You and I deal with numbers all the time. Percentages, percentages. You had percentages of Latinos. You had percentages of black people moving from column A to column B. When percentages move, Mike, you and I know that simply makes a, a plus on one side and a deficit on another. But in this crazy world where the percentages came from actually created an increase, not a deficit. It just doesn't make mathematical sense what happened in this no, it election. Doesn't. It, it doesn't, see, Alan. And, and, you know, it doesn't make mathematical sense that you had a, a voter registration of X and 104, 105% of X voted. I mean, where? how does that happen? And, and when you look at the statistical anomalies that happened, and I've seen two or three different uh, writers say there's no way that Trump lost the election. So, I mean, again, what have we got to lose by challenging it, uh, going there and, and stir the pot and, and see what happens? Mike Woods, God bless you. God keep you. Continue to fight the good fight and speak out, man. Thank you so much. All Americans must be ready now. And I thank you for coming on with me here today. I'll talk to you real soon, friend, off air.